everyone and welcome to its complicated podcast. I hope you had a great weekend so far. I did because it's so sunny here and it's so rare for Berlin and I'm loving every moment of it. And I hope you enjoyed your time with your family and friends as well. And I also wanted to welcome my new listeners that I gained from California. Honestly, I was kind of shocked because, you know, I was uh, checking my statistics and, um, I was so shocked that I saw that people from the probably wokest wokest states in America are uh, listening to my podcast, (laughs) but I also was very, very honored at the same time. So thank you for tuning in. I hope you come back and hopefully you're going to enjoy the topics of my podcast. So uh, let's start and let's begin with uh, today's topic. Well... Today I'm going to talk about something that I always wanted to discuss and as you can see in the title it is going to be on comedy and also a little bit tragedy and more specifically on how we could use them as a respond to different circumstances in our life. So let's begin with the short definition of comedy and tragedy. What is comedy and what is tragedy? Well let's make it easy. Tragedy is basically suffering. It is a deep pain. It is a catastrophe and, you know, a type of uh, destruction. And it is usually very simple, very extreme, but simple, very strict and clear. But what does comedy mean? Um, I think that in contrast to tragedy, comedy cannot be defined that simply. But you can sense uh, a sort of absurdity, humor or even chaos in comedy, right? It is probably more complicated to define comedy because it has a range. It is not black and white. It is not that strict or, you know, structured. And I also believe that this is actually the beauty of it because, you know, it kind of gives us the freedom to explain it however we want. But what does it mean when I say that we can use comedy or tragedy as a respond uh, or a reaction to our life uh, situations? To explain this one, I would like to uh, talk about one of my favorite shows on Netflix, which is called Afterlife. And I recommend recommend, uh, all of you to watch this amazing series. But without any huge spoilers, let us talk about the story a little bit. Well, the story is about a guy who loved his wife tremendously and uh, who was also, you know, his best friend. And unfortunately, she dies and he's devastated now. And wants to end his life. So as you can see, it is a tragedy happening here, right? It's obvious, it's simple, extreme, hurtful and heartbreaking. And you might think that this show is a very sad one, which is also partly true. But you probably will be surprised if I tell you that Afterlife is actually a comedy show. So how it is? how is it even possible? Well, uh, as I said... The protagonist wants to end his life and is about to commit suicide. But in this exact same moment, his his dog barks and he realizes that he needs to feed the dog because he's, uh, it's hungry. So he gets up to feed his dog. And this right here is pure comedy because it is weird. It is absurd. It is hilarious to cancel your own suicide because, you know, because of a dog uh, who's starving. And it is also not predictable at all, right? 
but feeding his dog kind of brings him back to his life. So this tiny little comic reaction to this huge um, catastrophe or, you know, yes, it's, it is a catastrophe, right? Um, which is losing the most important person in your life saved our protagonist from certain death. And I know you might said it is just a show, but it is not just a show. <laughs> I think it is true because you can use comedy as a response to your life because the life we are living is absurd. We take ourselves seriously, which is good, which should be this way because otherwise we couldn't go to school, we couldn't go to work, we couldn't have uh, deep relationships and make decisions, but still this word is not predictable. Obviously, we can find uh, a lot of order in it, but ironically, this order has a chaos underneath which we cannot control, right? And of course, uh, we can use tragedy here and fall into a deep pain because we think no matter what I do, this life is meaningless anyway, you know, since I can control it. And I even understand that. But this would be the tragic response, which probably causes more pain and more suffering. And I think that, you know, um, the tragic perspective is way, way easier than the comic one, but the outcome is worse. So if we make the effort to see things through comedy, then we are going to tolerate our life much better and have uh, better results. But let's see how we can use comedy in worse situation. Well, this is a good question, though. And the answer uh, won't be simple because it's extremely hard to laugh at your problems. And I'm definitely not talking about those tiny little luxurious struggles uh, in life when you have a bad day because someone said, you know, a stupid thing to you. I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about those tragedies that happened in your life and even changed you as a person. I'm talking about the death of your mother, the death of your father, or even worse, your child. I'm talking about getting divorced after 30 years, losing your significant other, or battling cancer. Is it even possible to find that comic uh, or comical relief in those situations? To be honest with you, I don't know. I don't have any clue. I don't know what I'm talking about. But I think that there might be some ways which could eventually and hopefully lead us to this goal or even, even just close to it, right? So let's think about it. Um, I believe that uh, the first step is to accept some basic facts. And I know that probably all of us have already heard this, but I doubt that we actually accept it. And this is the number one reality in this world. This life is not going to be fair. It is not going to be easy or even better. <laughs> it is usually meant to get worse and more difficult. We are going to lose things, we are going to lose people and basically everything. And, you know, yes, I know, I know this is a very, very cynical view, but 
It is how it is, right? And you know that. So that's the reason I said it is a cliche, but perhaps no one can truly accept it. And I understand that because you want to have hope. You want to you want your life to get better. You want your pain to fade away. And you want to have better days. And this is awesome. And this is also uh, what we all should do. But at the same time, we have to be cautious about the fact that we cannot fight tragedy. And this is probably the reality number two. We cannot prevent our lives from pain, suffering, and death. No matter how hard we try, this word is not going to become fair. You know, the hunger is not going to end. The wars are going to continue. Our loved ones are going to die. And the suffering will never end. And (laughs) at this point, you probably want to pause this episode and just unfollow and block me (laughs) everywhere, which I get. But please don't, because I am with you and I understand that we need hope and love instead of uh, pessimism and hopelessness. But believe me if I tell you that I am a pretty much optimistic person, even though I don't sound like it right now. As I said, uh, I know that our life is meant to be difficult, but I also believe that comedy is like art. Comedy is actually a type of art, right? So we can shape and uh, use it however we want, and it is going to make this journey probably a little bit better and more enjoyable. So maybe we shouldn't fight our pain Because that's something that we all do, right? Whenever we are hurting, we want to get rid of that feeling and replace it with good good emotions, which is absolutely understandable. But maybe we should stop doing this. So instead of focusing on distraction, maybe we should accept that the pain is never going to leave. And we should learn how to tolerate the pain every day. Because it would be delusional to believe that you're going to be happy if you lose your family members or close friends. You know that you're never going to be the same person after the death of a very, very important person to you. Even if you're lucky enough and you have never experienced this before, you know that you probably will. So you cannot escape it, right? So we are extremely vulnerable very defenseless um, and ironically most of us are living um, as if we are powerful and unbeatable so how can we find any comical aspect in this chaos to be very honest with you and as i said before i don't know yet and i don't believe that there is a formula to that but i also feel that this is the best weapon that we could use against our pain or not even, you know, not even a weapon, but more a maybe medication to numb your uh, hurtful feelings. What I try to do, for example, is to learn from people who suffered a lot and to kind of copy them. Uh, For example, I had a friend as I was, I don't know, about 11 years old, 12 years old, and she got blood cancer. And I remember that she started to... um, lose her hair, her weight, and even her ability to walk. But she still managed to come to school and learn with us. Uh, She was only 12 years old, so she didn't know anything about comedy, tragedy, psychology, or whatever. You know, she didn't have the knowledge. But she was emotionally highly intelligent, and therefore, you know, 
she found a way to laugh at her situation and makes it even um, more acceptable for her and even for us. So she used to make fun of her own appearance in a very, very genuine way so we could all laugh. It was not fake. It was not shallow. It was real. Uh, she always said that <laughs> she always said that she looked like a nutcracker because <laughs> she had lost so much weight and she really did uh, look like a nutcracker. And we all laughed at her and with her, you know, without any sense of pity because we had realized that she was being genuine and real about her condition so we didn't have to be sorry for her she already had passed that border herself she didn't feel sorry about her situation because she found it very ridiculous and oddly hilarious that she had cancer with 12 years old and that's why she was able to make fun of herself because she knew that it was all her hat because she knew that, you know, there was nothing left to lose since she already had lost the battle. She knew it, right? There was uh, no hope for winning this game and she knew it and she accepted it. And even after 15 and 16 years, I remember her with joy, with fun and her silliness. You know, of course it hurts to know that she passed away and it hurt a lot, obviously. Um, but this is not how I remember her. She was always the clown in the class and she continued to be one even until, you know, until her last day of life, literally. And this is the absurdity that I was talking about. A teenage girl with blood cancer was the funniest classmate that I've ever had. And this is how stupid, how meaningless and how kind of hilarious our life is, right? And I'm not saying that everyone is capable uh, to view the life the way my friend did. But people like her gives us hope that it is kind of possible to live that way, right? So at the end of the day, we don't know what is going to happen. I mean, no one had predicted that we are going to live uh, in a pandemic for nearly uh, three years now, but it happened, right? Um, this is the life that we are living and our defenselessness is so obvious that we tend to ignore it, right? And as I said, I don't know if I could ever have a comical view on my upcoming tragedies, but I know that there are people who could do that. And this is the ultimate hope that I have. Having faith or, you know, having hope in our life doesn't come from inside. It comes from outside. It is the way other people live their lives and we look at them and they become an inspiration for us so let's stick to those funny people <laughs> who suffered a lot but are still able to experience joy uh, humor happiness and you know basically life and maybe we should search for these people and look carefully at how they master this tragedy and how they present their life as a comedy show we probably don't need any knowledge or you know need any map to having a uh, comical view we just need to watch carefully and see how 
war survivors, cancer survivors, or any type of survivors uh, <clears throat> live their lives. And the last and probably the most or the only comforting reality that I wanted to mention is that we are not al alone with uh, our pain. There will always be at least one person who experienced the same tragedy as you did. And I know it sounds odd, but this is the hope that we are living for, right? Finding hope in damaged and suffering individuals and also being one of those is probably the funniest paradox in this life. And I hope that all of us can manage to create a comedy show out of this mess. Listen to other people's story as if they were yours. Start seeing uh, maybe weird and little funny thing or funny details in your daily problems and learn to laugh at them because you know it is all you have, right? And maybe this is the way you can train yourself and maybe pretend <laughs> to be ready to overcome your life tragedy even though you already know that you are defeated. So I hope that we all can get funnier <laughs> and understand comedy better and look looking for comedy um, so we all can survive our uh, tragedies. Um, I hope that you enjoyed this uh, bitterness episode and honestly, I loved it <laughs> as I was doing it. I did a lot and it weirdly made me feel good about life <laughs> and I hope um, you did as well. So as usual, I want to let you know that I would be very happy if you share your stories and we use with me. I will appreciate to have a talk with you and to discuss uh, this topic. And with that being said, I want to wish you a hilarious day or night. Bye, guys. Bye.